Welcome to the Adventure Audio Podcast. In this episode, we have Cole Kessler on. Cole is a bike racer from Malibu, California, and he races for Israeli Premier Tech. And he has not been racing on the road for all that long. He talks to us about making what was ultimately a really quick transition from mountain bike racing um, as, as a recreational sport. And then in high school, taking it a little bit more seriously and then a quick switch to road. And he has done amazingly so far. He is definitely a rising star in cycling and it was a ton of fun to chat with him. And he tells us a whole bunch about what is going on and what's on his current race calendar. So we caught up with him from his uh, training home in Girona, Spain. And he also tells us about getting a little bit of mentorship from Chris for a pretty cool story. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Wheel Science, who you can find at wheelscience.com. If you use code adventureaudio at wheelscience.com, you can get 10% off some high performance carbon fiber wheels, or you can have a consultation with Peter Coombe from Wheel Science. If you want to talk to him about a custom wheel build, we highly recommend them unbelievable wheels. I've been putting a ton of miles on mine on my road bike and they are true and fast and just really awesome and they feel great. So you can check them out at wheelscience.com. The podcast is also brought to you by the State Bicycle Company who you can find at statebicycle.com and as we always tell you they have a whole bunch of stuff happening all the time. It's constantly changing so the best thing to do is probably just give them a follow on social media and then you can know when they have a new product coming out whether that's a bike or parts or apparel or whatever. That's it for uh, sponsors. Thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, If you're, of course, able to give us a like or a positive rating or review on whatever podcast platform you find the show, that is of great benefit to us finding new listeners. So thank you for doing that. On to Cole Kessler. Hey there, Cole. How's it going? Good, man. How are you? Yeah, good, good. Sorry I'm a little late. No, sorry I'm late. I had to push. I'm sorry. No, all good. I appreciate that. You're out <laughs> training hard and you got flat tires and stuff like that. And, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's Are you in uh, Girona now? Yep, yeah. Home base is Girona for now. Yeah. Great, great. Yeah. Have you you've spent some time in Girona, I imagine? My first year living there was 1997, and it looked a lot different than today, so I hear. Yeah, yeah. I'm, sh- yeah. I'm sure it's yeah. changed, yep. There was like one hole-in-the-wall bike shop, like tiny little hole-in-the-wall bike shop. Really, Now, dust, now there's, dust. A, there's a million, yeah. That's funny, yeah. Yeah, I lived there till like, two, I don't know, 05 maybe, 06, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Great place, yeah. You're going to have a lot of fun there. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice to have a, a lot of expats here. You know, being an American in Europe, it's it's a bit tough to like find your way because you have to sacrifice. You lose a lot of friends and stuff. So it's nice to just have people that you can communicate with and because there's a language barrier, of course. So I'm trying to learn Spanish, but it's nice to have Americans here. Yeah, that's great. I mean, it's a little it's a little slice of America there in north northeastern Spain, right? Yeah, 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 that's great. That's great. Um, Yeah, well, thanks for coming on and spend a few minutes with us. Yeah. How's your, I how's appreciate your, it. Thank you for having yeah, me on. Yeah. How's your season going so far? Um, I haven't, I haven't had too many results to speak of, but this year has yeah. been a super learning curve for me. I came from juniors last year in <clears throat> the step up to U23 racing and, um, and higher level racing I've found to be quite difficult, but my role in the team is to, is a supportive role. So this year it's quite nice to not have a lot of stress, on my end so that I can just really focus on 
performing and helping out the teammates who it's their turn to get the results. So, um, for example, Liege, Baston Liege under 23, I was on, I was on bitch duty, you know, like I'm going back to the car, getting bottles. I've got 10 bottles in my Jersey. I'm helping the guys move up position. Um, I'm leading out to the bottom of climbs and stuff. So, you know, I'm sacrificing my races for the greater good of the team, which I think is an important role and everybody's got to go through it. So everybody's got to go through it and it's a, it's a great way to learn really great way yeah to learn. yeah and no you, i mean yeah and you're still really new at the sport like you didn't start very long ago correct yeah this is my second season on the road that's <laughs> yeah. great that is yeah. so it's it's like in in the peloton with with pros at at, at such a high level it's you know it's it's tough you know I, last year was my first year and i was a junior so i mean yeah. it's it's quite difficult, but I, I really, I'm keen. I love it. It's fun. That's great. So, so what's the hardest part? For, like, I kind of start a little bit late, and like when I climb the ranks fast. And for me, it was like you had the you have. Sounds like you have the engine, right? But for me, it was like navigating my way through the peloton. That was by far the hardest part early on. Yeah, especially. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah, positioning, I'd say, is the hardest part for me. Um, I think this year has been a real turning point for me. Um, on positioning last year in juniors. Um, I mean, your U.S. racing compared to European racing is a completely different. You don't have to fight for position at all in the U.S. peloton. But once you get to Europe, it's a completely different beast. You know, you're mm-hmm. bumping elbows, you're, you're getting elbows in the side, and you have to be really aggressive and be willing to take risks to move up and down the peloton. Um, so last year was, that was a struggle for me. But in juniors, you can get away with not the best skills because you, if you're the strongest, you can be at the front. But in European racing, it's um, or at U23 racing and higher, it you have to have skills to be able to be um, well positioned in the peloton. Yeah, that's and I've, great. I've found that this year has been a real turning point for me, and I've felt I've felt way more comfortable in the peloton. So that's great. A lot of people don't practice that stuff. It's you know you just practice balance skills, all that kind of stuff. Not not inter- interval training, but just like balance work. I think that helps. Yeah. yeah, I think it helps too to have a good training partner and have some fun friends to go out with and just you know bump each other and just yep. get a little you know touchy feely because yeah that, that that is a real a real shock to some people when they get into the peloton you know their first time it's like you get bumped around and it it can really knock you off your game. Yeah, that's great. You know, do it on a like a grassy field sometimes. So they practice bumping, and like if you do tip yeah. over, you tip over into a soft landing. Yeah. But uh, yeah. that's great. That's great. So how do you find cycling? I mean, you you just yeah, so kind of came um, out of nowhere, and, boom. And you know, I know Roy Nickman pretty well, and you know, yeah, followed you yeah, last no, year. It's awesome. Yeah, Roy. Roy was a real blessing to me. Right. Um, I. I was just like casually mountain biking. So in SoCal, we have um, we have this high school mountain bike league. So it, where I'm from in Newbury Park, mountain biking is like the big thing. We have a really great trail system that's really well managed. So everybody is kind of aware of mountain biking. And I picked it up <clears throat> um, beginning of high school and joined the mountain bike team. And I was not good at all. Like. And normally, if I'm not good at something, I don't like pursuing it. But for some reason, I just had a hell of a fun time on the bike. So I was like, oh, I'm going to just try and get better. So I hopped on the road bike sophomore year um, in the off season to train for the mountain bike to get better. But I fell mm-hmm. in love with the road bike. Yeah. Um, and then, boom, COVID hit. 
and I was like, okay, I'm going to take this thing. Cause I had so much time with school being online. I could really manage my schedule. So uh, my first couple weeks on the road bike, I was like, okay, I'm just going to, I've heard that 20 hours a week is like the gold standard to get good. So I just started on the road bike 20 hours a week, every week. Um, and then I started getting, I started getting a lot better. Um, and then I was like, Everest thing was a big thing. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go try an Everest. And then I break the junior world record for the Everest. I'm like, okay, wow, this is crazy. And then Roy Nickman is like, okay, Cole, um, we, we want you to come ride for Lux next year. And Lux was like the, the gold standard of junior cycling in the United States. And I was like, wow, this is my opportunity. So I took it um, by the balls, essentially. And yeah. I, um, I just went 25, 30 hours a week, every week, trying to get as good as I can to perform in Europe. And then, yeah, I got to Europe and um, I won a, a UCI 2.1 time trial in Ronda Valet. Um, and I got second in the GC. And before that, I won time trial nationals as a junior. Um Wow. So I got some good results and then I got picked up by Israel Cycling Academy. So it worked out really great for me and I'm super happy. Now, if somebody like if anybody could ride 20 or 30 hours a week, if their circumstances allowed it. But at some point, like there was you had to identify that there's some innate talent here. Right. Like did somebody tap you on the shoulder and say, like, hey, we need to get you in a lab because we think you could be really good at this. Did that happen at some point? Yeah, so my first ever coach on the mountain bike, we did a lactate profile test for whatever reason. Like I had no intent on being a professional cyclist. And he just like, to get my baseline of, tra of his training program, he wanted to give me a lactate profile test. So I did this. Um, at the time I was, oh, I didn't hit puberty until probably sophomore year. Until I really got good on the bike, I was prepubescent more or less. So this prepubescent lactate profile test uh, came out pretty good. And uh, he was like, okay, I think, I think you have, I think you have something cool. I think you should, you should start to train a little bit more. Um, and then that's when I really was like, okay, maybe I can do this. Um, Cause before I played baseball, football, basketball, um, I was never, you know, I played football on the high school team freshman year. Uh, I was 95 pounds. Um, yeah. So that, that wasn't going to work out. You know, my dad was a lineman or a linebacker, sorry for, um, um, University of Southern California. And I, so I got my mom's jeans clearly because I'm not, I'm not the biggest guy, you know? Um, so yeah, I think just physiologically, I, I fit the mold for a cyclist. Um, but I have kept growing and I am now six foot six. So it, it becomes, a, Whoa. It be, yeah, it becomes a struggle to find the right bike size and bike fit. But, um, I'm able to keep my weight down surprisingly. I'm 70 kilos right now. So wow. It's, it was at 6'6. Six, six. Yeah. I knew you were tall. I was gonna guess maybe 6'1. No, I'm 6'6. Six, wow. Six. It's wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. You got huge levers, man. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah. I, mean, I, I not, run I run yeah. 175 cranks and I can't go any smaller. <laughs> do you go longer in like the time trial? Yeah. Yeah. What what do you use for a time trial? For a 170.75. Okay. You could almost go one bigger. Yeah, right? I could almost go 180. Yeah, I think you could. I think you could. But, then, but then I just can't, I can't pedal through corners. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So you're tall and, my, and, my C and thin. And thin. Yeah, my, my CDA is super low too, which is surprising. I have really narrow shoulders. So, um, yeah, what does yeah, CDA I mean? CDA is yeah, your frontal area. 
Sure. Yeah, yeah. So CDA is your frontal area. Of drag, um, right? A, yeah, yeah, drag. So in a wind tunnel, if you have a low CDA, you, you are more aero. So yeah. um, for a big guy to have a low CDA, it's advantageous because you can put out more wafts. Um, yeah, that's great. And the other guys, but um, yeah. So yeah. So you can time trial and you can climb. So that's, you have two great pieces right there. So. Yeah, I mean, if it, if this was back in the day, I'd be the I'd be the mold for a GC rider, but it looks like it's changing. I don't want to give up on the GC dream yet. No way. Uh, yeah, but you, you're just getting started. You're just getting started. So yeah, yeah. but man, yeah. I raced I raced Tour de Rwanda at the start of the season. Mm -hmm. Wow, I thought I, I thought I could climb well, but man, at altitude, humidity, these guys, some of these guys, man, are you're flying. These guys are flying. Yeah, altitude's a different beast, you know. So yeah. if you come from sea level, sometimes you yeah a bit at living living near Malibu and then going to two thousand starting stages at two thousand meters. Yeah, yeah. So I was reading up on you yesterday, Cole. So you're in school at UCLA. I, I am. It. Yeah, I, I love. Yeah, it. I study. I study economics at UCLA. Um, I find that it's for me at least. Um, I think it's important to have the balance of, it's really hard. Uh, most people, it's tough to do both because cycling is a full-time job and then studying is a full-time job. So I'm up late nights studying, doing things, but um, I'm just taking it slow. You know, I'm doing a class, a, a class a quarter, a class a semester while I'm over in Europe online. And then when I'm back in person in the fall, I, t I take the three classes that, that is standard for a quarter at UCLA. Um, but I find it's important for me to, to keep up with my credits because who knows, you know, I, I like fingers crossed, but I could, I could be out one day and get hit by a car career over and I have nothing to fall back on if I don't go to school. Um, so, I mean, life can change in the blink of an eye and you got to have a plan B. So, and yeah, I was, I was focused in high school and got, got good grades and everything. So I didn't want to give up on that dream because I'd worked hard for it. So. Good for you. you have That's awesome perspective for somebody your age, man. That's yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, yeah thank yeah. you. Um, so you went your you. I think I read an article about you. Like you finished the world championships last fall, and then you went. Over yeah, straight you flew, man, straight to school. Straight to school. Oh man, I flew straight yeah. back to school, and I was a week behind, and I had to just I had to grind it out. It was tough because after after a long season, you you need it you need that off season to you know reset and relax. But going to such a rigorous university, <clears throat> you don't you don't have that. And I, I wasn't partying either. I, I was, I high school for me, I could I could cycle, get by, not have to study much. But university, mm -hmm. you've got to you've got to put in the work and study. So it was it was a challenge, but I I made it and I got the credits that I needed to get. So yeah, it was it was tough, but it was. That's great. I'm sure the UCLA cycling team would like to you to have a guest appearance. Man, yeah, man. They, they wanted me to get out on some rides, but unfortunately I wasn't able to make it out. But hopefully this year I can. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. Um, so I don't know. Pete does that Everesting podcast, and um, we just talked to you a little bit about your Everesting uh, mm -hmm. rec record you said. So that was in what, 2020? Yeah, 2020. June of 2020, I think. And it was in um, Montecito? Montecito? California. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Great. Yeah. 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 I steep, found a really steep cool... hills there. Yeah. What's that hill all about? In te... Like how yeah. long? Yeah. Ladera Lane. It was called. Yeah. Um. It was about a mile long, and at like fifteen percent. So um, nice. it, it was perfect. It was perfect for me, and we were able to 
almost get a road closure. It was we had a guy at the top and a guy at the bottom that would like, hey, stop if I was coming up or coming down. Um, but it worked, and everybody was out supporting me. I had peanut butter and jellies every time I got up and round. So, man, it was. It, I felt that was like the first feeling of like, wow, this this is really cool. Like, and I had my my um my cousin was out there uh, taking pictures, Blake, um, and he takes some amazing pictures of of that. I mean, just the the pics like when you get to the top and you turn around and you just see like the ocean and and the um and oh, yeah. the islands in the background and it was just like it was it was really cool it was a good spot to do it yeah i think i saw a picture that your cousin took from the very top yeah ocean in the background is beautiful really beautiful yeah yeah, yeah i love yeah. santa barbara it's awesome yeah nice spot nice spot yeah would you do another everesting man i i would i actually it's a good day of training too like it is it's, it's pretty good and I feel like I could maybe go <clears throat> sub seven now. It's hard to, if I did it on the same climb, I could maybe do sub seven. Um, yeah, wow. I'd probably, I'd do it again. Yeah. Well, Cole, if you could do sub seven, 640 is the record. So, is it? Sub, yeah, six, I think it's 640 and 54 seconds, I think, mm. from Auckland mm. from Ireland. If, 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 I could, if I could get, if I could get a, a real un UCI legal bike, real light, yeah, yeah, I think oh, I yeah. can get it done. And you can't, there's no there's no rules there right and i yeah. think Russell was on a 14.2 percent average gradient mm -hmm. so uh at 15 percent, you have a real shot right like you can't yeah. do it you're at least as steep or more right like it doesn't at some yeah. point the physiology just doesn't you can't make up the extra distance but if you have a, yeah. a hill good and you're already familiar with it mm -hmm. i'm planting the seed i think cool. you can do it yeah i that'd be that'd be fun maybe i'll have to give it a go now so uh, what yeah what's next for you cool yeah so i leave tomorrow actually to italy to start um the italian one days i do strada bianchi u23 on saturday Great. and then i do on sunday i do coppa della pace which is another mm -hmm. big one day in italy and then <clears throat> a week of just some recovery to get sharp again and then i do um gas Perry, and then another race, I'm blanking on the name, but okay. I think I do, I'll do in this next month, I'll do about six days of racing in Italy, which should be good. And then I'm back to the States to do pro nationals, which should be good. nice. Great. Yeah. Time Great. trial and road race. Yeah. Fantastic. Hopefully I can get the stars and bars for next year, man. That'd be sweet. That's the goal. I like it. I like it. Yeah. That'd be good. awesome. Good for you. Um, I was, I read another article about you, Cole, about uh, the Olympics are coming up in Los Angeles in 2028. Oh, man, that, that would be the – that's the dream, honestly. Yeah, that's that's cool. the dream. That's it's the long-term goal. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. home. Man, that, how how sweet would that be to do the Olympics on home roads, home crowd? Man, and I'll, be, you, I'll be like peaking. Like, oh. you, yeah, for sure. Do you know where they're going to hold the road race and time trial? I I'm not sure, actually. Not I'm not okay. sure. Um, I can imagine they would do a, an impeccable route. They could, they could do all the canyons. They could do if they wanted, like hilltop finish on Baldy or something. Man, they, they can. The, the, the route creation is endless. Um, yeah. But unfortunately, they'll probably like do something like down by the Rose Bowl. Like they'll probably do like city loops, which would suck. But I mean. They could also do some cool like hills in in the Hollywood Hills area. I mean, just, just there's yeah. endless possibilities. So, 
it's going to be yeah. a great, it's going to be a great event. And I really, really hope that I can make that team because that would be, wow. Yeah. I liked seeing that. That was one of your goals. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So what's it like, been like on this new team? Like, you know, so you're on the U23 team, but they also have the pro team. You're, yep. you know, bumping elbows with some of your teammates like Chris Froome. That must be, that must be pretty awesome. Man, Chris Froome is I mean, the guy who got me motivated in, into road cycling. No um, way. Yeah. Yeah. So I watched him win the tour 2017, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the first, I had no idea what I was watching because I was merely a mountain biking, just, I did it for, for leisure. Um, but I saw the tour France was on and I was like, okay, let me watch this. So I watched the Champs-Élysées stage, just like it was on NBC Sports at the time. And I was like, okay, let's watch it. And for me won. And I was yeah. like, oh, I want to be like Froomey. I was like, I, I kind of think I was like this guy, like skinny, tall, time trialist, can, can go well uphill. So I was like, I want to be like Froome. And then lo and behold, I meet Froome at a um, team camp in November in, in uh, Israel. And he totally takes me under his wing and like, we're, we're having drinks, we're hanging out. He's like talking to me like we're pals. I'm like, whoa, dude, like life's coming full circle. It's crazy. Um, what's, what's he like, uh, you know? Off, off the bike. I mean, I only know him from what I read about him. Never met him before. What's he like? I mean, yeah, he seems like a really mm-hmm. kind person oh, with a big, big heart. Super, yeah. super down to earth. Just like yeah. super welcoming. Very nice guy. Great. Just really cool guy. Yeah, he's like, he, like I would sort of think that a, a guy of his caliber would not be willing to share um, the knowledge that he has. But I was just asking for advice, asking for like tips, and he was so forthcoming with all this knowledge and information it was the coolest thing ever oh that's a that's a great leader right oh man he's he's the greatest yeah he gets he gets a lot of crap now in the press and stuff for how he's not performing but you have to you have to remember what this guy has done in the sport i mean four two to francis giro vuelta he's He's done he's he's got nothing else to prove you know yeah i mean for me for me anything else is icing on the cake so after that last injury to that crash i mean yeah could have just packed it in but to to put in all the work to come back to i mean he's put he works harder than anybody in the freaking world this guy has come back from not only a career-ending injury but almost like a life-altering injury i mean he could have lost his leg i think Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, his determination and willpower is next to like better than anybody I think I've ever seen in my life. So, kudos to him. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Uh, you know, on the on the pro team, one of your directors is Nicky Sorensen. He was a teammate of mine for a couple seasons. Yeah, yeah really good guy. I don't know if you have a chance to get to know him. Okay. Do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, him, yeah. Tell, he's a, a Dane. Dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think Steve ba- Steve Bauer is also a. Uh, oh yeah, Steve Bauer is there too. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Nice we have guy. we have really really good directors. I was looking forward to racing. I was supposed to race Perry Roubaix under twenty three uh, a couple weeks ago, but it was canceled for whatever reason. Um, and um, one of our DSs, Dirk Demel, won Roubaix back yeah. in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and Dirk, he was going to be the DS. Yeah. He was my, he was my DS on Postal. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, nice yeah. guy. Nice guy. Yeah. yeah. He's... I was looking forward to be that. That was gonna be great. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Well, you'll get your opportunities. You know, be patient. Yeah. You know, do do the hard work and yeah. you'll get there. Yeah. 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 Man. It so, is a lot of hard work. Yeah. It sure hey, is. 
at your age, Cole, like you can still go in so many directions. Like you could, you could easily flip back to some mountain bike racing. Gravel's kind of sitting there. Like you're at a really interesting time in the sport. Like how do you feel pulled in any of the directions, or are you just a thousand percent in on the road in Europe right now and see where that takes you? And then, then that stuff's still there down the road. Because you yes, no. Time. Sorry, go ahead. You have so much time. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do have a lot of time. I just turned 19 like last week. So um, I think I think I'm for right now, I'm, I'm good and set on road because I feel like I still need to make my mark in in cycling. I haven't I haven't quite achieved the goals that I want to achieve yet. Um, but maybe later in my career, um, when I'm thinking about starting to retire, hopefully I have a long, long, good career. I think the gravel scene is is awesome. A lot of these privateer guys in the states make make a good a good living doing what they love, staying in cycling. Like Alexi Vermeulen, for example. Um, at I raced, I I had a terrible luck at um, BWR in San Diego, but that that guy was on Lotto like what eight years ago or whatever, yeah. five years ago, and now now he's still getting to do what he loves. But in the states, he he gets to have his own sponsors and he makes decent money, I'm sure. So it's it's cool to see, and I like the direction that the sport's going in in that direction. That you can kind of privateer and do what you want. Um, on the on the mountain bike end, I don't think I ever had the technical skills to be competitive at the UCI level. Um, the, those guys go downhill faster than I think anybody can imagine. It, it is it is really hard, and you. You can lose a race in the downhill for sure. Um, but mountain bike racing is super fun and I enjoy it. But I think I go better in, in five hours versus an hour and a half. So, yeah. um, but kudos to those guys. Those guys are amazing athletes. Yeah. Yeah. I sure. need to go back and win, um, win like Leadville's and stuff like that. Like the long. Like, yeah. Leadville seem more down my alley. I was actually, before I got really into road, I was thinking about doing the Tahoe Trail 100 and then qualifying for Leadville. Um, but I never got around to it. So I'll have to do that at some time in the future. Keep it on you the got, list. Yeah. And you got time. You got plenty of time to do all yep, that. Yeah. Plenty yep. of time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah. How can people follow along and, with what 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 was what you're up to? Yeah, um, I do try to post regularly on my Instagram and keep everybody updated <clears throat> on races and updates and stuff. Um, but you can follow me through Israel Premier Tech, uh, their Instagram as well. <clears throat> and yeah, okay. just hopefully hopefully I can be in some more he headlines. Hopefully Strada Bianchi win. Hopefully. There you go. There you go. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. We are cheering. Oh, man, I, like we're gonna in a couple of years from now, we're gonna be like, we have that guy on our podcast when you're, you're <laughs> so uh, man, that'd be great. honored to have you. Thank you for doing this, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it so much. Yeah, nice to meet you, Cole, and good luck in your upcoming races. And uh, yeah, look forward to hopefully Thanks, talking to you again. We'll, we'll talk to you. Maybe we can talk to you again after nationals. Be oh man, to... that, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, later hopefully in the we'll summer. have a yeah, a New Jersey to sport. I can show you guys. I like sweet. that. I like that. Let's do it. That's great. Cool. Yeah. Great. Thanks, guys, so uh, much for having me. Hey, thank you, Cole. Take care. Another big thank you to Cole for spending some time with us and everybody for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Really cool to see the podcast numbers grow just a little bit all the time. We know that 
Um, that's because of you guys being able to tell people about it. So if you think that they'd like what we're doing, please tell a friend about it. Give us a positive rating and review. That helps a long way to finding new listeners for the pod as well and helps us grow that way. And uh, we'll be back next week. <laughs>